Welcome back to the second part of our discussion with Randy O, who is VP and Group Treasurer at Alibaba. Welcome, Randy. Um, so in this second part of the series, we're going to talk a little bit about um, your curiosity and risk-taking nature. You clearly have a lot of influence across the group, and, and the strategic role, as you say, is full of high pressure and a lot of decision-making. Um, right. But with that comes the opportunity to kind of influence the direction of the company. Right. Um, which is exciting. Um, yeah, you summarize it well, Ada. And thank you. Um, and I wanted to touch on that. So, you know, clearly, Randy, you've got all of the credentials to be, um, you know, a, a real uh, leader of high esteem, uh, which you are. Um, but how it's, it's such an interesting balance that you've touched on along the way. You know, I said I wanted to talk about risk taking. It seems to me that you are a curious um you know, uh, individual who loves challenges, and it's part of your personality to explore, um, you know, the world and uh, and the world of finance also. So how do you balance, you know, your appetite for risk with a function that's so traditionally risk averse? Thank you, Ada, for that. That's an interesting question. I, I think the way I look at risk, it could be different from the traditional view i think as a treasurer we all need to learn to mitigate the risk right that's traditionally we we are uh, uh, given this task to do but i probably want to twist it as manage the risk manage the risk more than just mitigate risk because when you say mitigate risk you inherently assuming that uh, um, the risk is uh, uh, fewer, less, smaller, is better. But I think in the modern world, regardless of the financial market or uh, in, my, in my sector, like the tech sector, right, uh, without taking some calculated risk, you cannot innovate. You cannot move forward with a newer way of doing things. So our whole industry, uh, regarding tech industry or even more specifically internet industry is built under the key assumption that uh, we can have a different way of doing things in the future by technology's advancement right so yeah. uh, when you dunk into this role there are certain risks evolve because it's uncertainty right if everything is certain then there's no you might not need to take any risk, but you might not have any new way of doing things any, anyway. So I think, uh, uh, go back to my view, I think uh, I lead my team to look at risk more in the way of managing the risk more than just mitigate risk. So let me elaborate a little bit about the managing the risk. Mm -hmm. That means we need to understand the essence of that risk, where it comes from and what's the nature of it, and then jointly make a good decision with our stakeholders, not only the treasury team, of course, your CFO and also business partners, and looking at the industry stakeholders outside as well. And then jointly decide that uh, what kind of risk you can take and, and, and to what extent, you know. And then you manage your risk in the way that I want to try to stick to or achieve to uh, the extent I have already said to myself, uh, instead of 
every risk coming to me and that 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 is wrong that is not good i i don't want them i think that's not my take on the risks so mm. i think that that's where i will encourage all the treasurers to think about this as well yeah and how do you prepare your team to you know face the future especially i'm thinking now you know with covid we're globally we're still um enduring a period of protracted economic and global uncertainty so how do you kind of adapt and train your team for that okay i think that's a good question and actually in fact also related to our earlier conversation about the risk right mm. because if we want them to innovate if we want the team to do things differently such as oh now it's covid and you got to think about different process and different procedure to handle your business as well then I we, I think we need to let them have certain uh, 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 delegation to take certain risks, which you yeah. are comfortable with, right? So for example, I will tell the team to say that, uh, well, you, last year we do these things in this way. This year, you do not have to follow your earlier pioneers. Uh, they, they, they did that in that way. That's what they did you don't have to follow if if you feel what they did is great you want to follow them just copy them continue i'm fine but i'm giving you the dedication i give you the freedom that you can try differently and as long as you can convince me you come to me to say hey randy i want to do this uh, in a different way uh, for example like a global liquidity management right if mm -hmm. my team come back to me and to say hey I do not feel that our current cash pooling and the way we do it is good. I want to try something different. I usually will say, okay, give me your proposal and let's talk about it, right? Yeah. So I think that's the way I, I train them to, to do a little bit risk taking and do a little bit innovation, yeah. And I imagine as well, part of the role really is, you know, preparation and, there's that there's a real emphasis on foresight so i imagine that when your team members bring you know innovative ideas to the table they also have the backing of the forecasting the budgeting kind of drawing on your treasury management system as well and so i wanted to ask next a bit about how you think the pandemic has specifically altered the mindset required in the treasury field Okay, I think the pandemic is actually affecting us in the way that uh, they push us further <clears throat> and quicker uh, into the digitalized world. Mm. I think that's, of course, no brainer. Everybody is moving on to that direction. But I think the pandemic make it even more required, make it even more urgent if you have not get, get on the board yet. Um, <clears throat> for example, like uh, currently, we have uh, a lot of things in China here is still require, require the paper document. Um, right. But more and more, we are working with our bank partners and to say, hey, in the past, I know you say this is required, but now there's no way I can sign that for you in, in, in the wet ink. You know, you, you, can, you can only accept the remote <clears throat> transmission of this information regardless of what kind of way you accept it either the fax either the the web banking either the <clears throat> the the 
I send you through email, whatever way or, or direct connect with my system, whatever way you accept, uh, it's digitalized. <laughs> so, I, so I think the pandemic helped us to push that boundary further, which we or, or originally like to do so anyway, as a tech sector's uh, uh, treasury person. Um, yeah. I, I think that, that, that helped our, our bankers, our regulators to rec recognize that, well, it seemed to, to have no choice by moving on to that direction. So I think that is, uh, 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 I would say, the, 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 the good thing in terms of digitalization journey. Yeah. Thank you. Um, that makes a lot of sense. And are there any additional kind of key takeaways that from the pandemic that will kind of anchor your approach going forwards? You know, have you been more closely monitoring X, Y, Z, you know, within the system? Are, are you kind of looking at longer um, periods uh, when it comes to budgeting or forecasting? Is there anything else that okay. has affected yeah, the way that, that's you a, work? That's an interesting question. <clears throat> I will say, I still go back to my favorite topic earlier on about the risk. You know, mm. Uh, mm. I actually feel that uh, that pandemic makes us understand uncertainty better. You know, and, and in the past, uh, we sometimes feel that uh, uh, oh, that decision has been made, so it should be in that way. Oh, that that's market, that market situation has changed, so it must go in that way. And the pandemic helped us to understand that now more than our, our thoughts, you know, that most of the things are uncertain, you know, and now yeah. it's getting more vague and getting more ambiguity uh, than before. So that comes back to my point about the risk, right? Because I feel our approach is actually adapting into <clears throat> this newer world. For example, like, uh, uh, again, back to that, the TMS or global cash management example, right? And we all use a lot of traditional wisdom and to do the cash pooling, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And TMS mm -hmm. development, et cetera, that's good. But however, I will ask my team to say, <clears throat> in the future, when all these things are uncertain, is there any other way we can do things differently, right? So yeah. in this example, then that's where we start to pilot with the blockchain project, right? Because blockchain is the newer technology. Uh, we adapt them not because of it's fancy, not because of it just sounds innovative, you know, mm -hmm. but we really think that uh, according to the theory and the current practice we learn about that new technology, we feel that they must be able to help treasury field to become better. So yeah. we kind of feel that uh, then we cannot wait for other people to do that for us, right? We should be the, 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 the change agent itself if, if you really feel that's, that technology help, right? Yeah. Because we are actually tech industry treasury treasury person, right, treasury person. So I think that's something we should do and we should lead. <laughs> so so I, I start with two years ago with my team and, and, and we, we, we asked the, the bank partner uh, whether or not they, they are want to join, jump in and, and, and joining us to, to start with this pilot, you know, and, and that's the time where the whole treasury field, uh, there's nobody know whether or not this is gonna be successful, where 
we want to do a cross-border remittance in real time, which means you remit something, uh, uh, some money from London to Hong Kong, you mm. want it real time. Real time means just like you do that domestically, right? Uh, you yeah. remit this second, and then uh, one minute later, or even less one minute, even in a few seconds later, and another side say, hey, I receive it. I'm going to use this money to do something else. That's our vision, right? And in the past, uh, we, whatever reason, we cannot achieve that in the international financial system. Mm. And currently, with this new technology, we feel we should make it happen in that way. So we tried it two years ago and start from everybody is uncertain about is this going to happen or not, uh, including our bank partner, right? Uh, they, they, <laughs> they, 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 they were willing to join us because they think we are the big tech company, you know, and our vision may yeah. be working, you know, they, they kind of uh, want to join, but they also, I can see that they also have some hesitate because they have to persuade their international uh, leaders uh, to, to really put resources into it. Uh, but sure. over time, in the past two years, by now, we are already making into the practice and we really use this blockchain technology to do the, the real-time transfer. And also, it, it is under the current regulation framework. No problem, it's legal. It's, uh, it, yeah. it's uh, uh, <clears throat> following the current, uh, all the rules we should follow, and but we can achieve that cross-border real-time remittance. So that's also help us to won the award of the best new technology solution uh, by the Adam Smith Asia Award this year, right? So Fantastic. I think that, that really, yeah, thank you, thank you. I, I think that really is a good example where that uh, we are willing to test some calculated risk. Yeah. And to no. innovate and try to change uh, uh, the, the environment we are, we are faced regardless is because of the pandemic causing some limitation to us or because of the, 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 the earlier generation of technology did not allow us to do. Uh, but now we are given the opportunity with the newer technology or newer thinking uh, to, to try to develop something different. So I think that's a good example, combine a few elements. We, we talk about risks, uh, pandemic and, and the innovation and, and tech, you know. Mm, fantastic. And on that note, you know, with the aid of technology and digitization, do you think, do you see the role of treasury becoming increasingly strategic? And, you know, with that, what are your, what would be your rec recommendations for building a sustainable long-term approach within treasury? Okay, thank you for that. Big questions. Um, <laughs> I, I think the two directions, uh, it, it could be, uh, sounds a little bit uh, contracting to each other. I think the one direction is, as everybody expects, I think the current treasurer need to be more tax savvy, you know, right. um, because in the future, a lot of this uh, basic fundamental stuff, it will be taken care of by technology. So that phenomena itself help us to become more strategic in the organization. Because yeah. your fundamental can be easily and quickly taken care of by technology and, and provide a service to your businesses. And then the business want your time now to turn the focus more on 
uh, well, other than these fundamental services, you 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 uh, you remit the money, you manage the risk, you save me the costs. Uh, but what else? You know, could you help me to achieve my business goal more proactively instead mm. of just traditionally help me to have to build up those infrastructure only, right? I think that is the right question for us to ask ourselves. What else we can help the business in addition to those traditional capability we have built and infrastructure we have uh, achieved, right? So I think that itself makes us more strategic. So that's the first uh, direction, uh, tax savvy side and causing the, 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 all these uh, subsequent uh, uh, consequences. Mm. And the second it, one, I will say in the opposite direction, where <laughs> it's about people. Because yeah. I think a lot of us now, we all talk about in the foreign, right? In the foreign, uh, in the industry discussion gathering, we all talk about tech. There's no one, if you not talking about tech, you're not talking about digitalization, it doesn't look like you are a good treasury foreign these days, right? <laughs> but I, I think yeah. I want to remind ourselves and remind our, our, our peers that uh, eventually is the people are using this technology, you know? So eventually, regardless of how tech savvy we are, how strategic we can be for our business and corporation, I think we cannot forget our treasury's fundamental is about people. Yeah. And, and so I think we cannot, yeah, I think we cannot neglect the fact that uh, uh, we didn't seem to talk about people enough in our foreign, in our industry peer exchange, right? In the current setting of current environment we faced, uh, how do we develop a treasury talents? Uh, what kind of talents we are preparing them into so that they can be adapting into the future needs? And, and how do we work this together as the industry to make sure the treasury industry is you know, continue to attract in the new people coming in, right? I think those are the questions. I think uh, as the industry as a whole, I think uh, our treasury professionals need to ask ourselves and sometimes pay more attention to it in terms of the, uh, I cited as my second, it sounds contrasted uh, 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 direction, which I think is important. You make such a good point because I think, um especially in light of COVID, you know, globally across all industries, we're seeing things like the great resignation with people reevaluating what's important to them. And so I think it's such a key factor for different corporations to retain and nurture talent and potential. Um, and, and the same goes for Treasury, like you say, it's all about, right. you know, next generation, kind of making sure you've got the key people with key abilities. Um, and, and that's such a nice point to end on, Randy, because you're touching really on the, the human side of treasury. Right. right. And um, so that kind of concludes all of the things um, I'd like to ask you currently. I mean, I could talk, you, talk to you for hours, but uh, we are limiting it to a couple of podcasts. Um, so I'd like to thank you, Randy, for sharing all of your insights um, with us. And I'm sure the listeners agree you've raised some really interesting points. And it's so great to hear about your journey within Treasury so far. So thank you so much for participating. It's my pleasure, Ella. 
good to work with you and good to have the opportunity to share this with our peers. We look forward to hearing that. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Randy.